Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey everyone, my name is Dr. TK. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance show. Today, happy Friday. And in today's episode and mini workshop, I am going to be talking about how to turn one product into multiple streams of income. So just to give a quick disclaimer, I am going to be looking at my notes. I am going to be looking at my computer because I'm also recording simultaneously for YouTube, Instagram, and on my podcast. I want to make sure that I can cater to various learning styles. Some of us are better with learning information via audio. Some of us are learning via visual. And some of us, of course, need to read, write, hands-on learning style. And so if you don't know anything about me thus far, I would first highly encourage you to get your pen and paper ready. And then I'll do a brief introduction and then we'll go ahead and dive in. So my name is Dr. Takesha Jackson-Rudd also known as Dr. TK. I am a clinical psychologist. I am licensed in California, but I'm located in Southern California. I am known as the number one branding coach for mental health professionals all over the United States for now, (laughs) globe status, right? And I'm also a college professor. I've been teaching in colleges for over 16 years now. Just to give you a little bit of history of my clinical background, because some people have asked, I have had the great opportunity of working in juvenile correctional facilities, community clinics, nonprofits, in the hood, in people's streets, you know, at schools, you name it, I've worked there. The only place I have not worked is a physical hospital, but it doesn't mean that I have not visited my clients in a hospital, okay? So that's just giving you a little bit of intro to me. But I don't want to spend too much time introducing myself because I know that you showed up today to actually learn how you can turn one stream of income into multiple streams of income, okay? So let me ask you a question. What would happen if you took one idea that you have right now, one idea, and you were able to turn it into, or let's just say flip it into, not two, not three, not four, but like seven to eight streams of income, Let me know in the comment box if that's something that you're interested in learning in. Um, Now, what I'm going to share are some of my tips of how you can turn one thing into multiple streams of income. Because I'm a professor, teacher, I am going to give you some real live examples of the things that I've done in my own business, um, just so that you can know it can be done. And even if you're not a therapist, this still applies to you, okay? The information that I upload is not only for mental health professionals, it's actually honestly, for different groups of people, as long as you're more, you know, if you're willing to learn. Okay. So first, let me get into what made my business successful. And I mean, that answer is very simple. I adopted what I consider a very simple business model, meaning I don't like things to be complex. So let me know also in the comment box or with some emojis, if you're watching live, if you want to learn something, especially to enhance your lifestyle and your business and your bank account, But you don't want it to be like 5,000 steps. You don't want it to be super complicated. You don't want it to be all of these words, you know, that you don't understand. You want things to be very, very simple. So that's what I'm going to do today is I'm going to break things down as simplistic 
as possible, okay, so that you can take these nuggets and actually take fast action today, not in 2021, but today, okay? So right now, I'm going to introduce to you the three tips to turn one product into multiple streams of income. After I'm done, make sure you stay to the end because I have some announcements for you of how you can learn more information, okay? So I like to break them down into tips and then give you examples. So let's dive in. Tip number one is you have to be able to understand your strengths, what you're good at, or what you're good in before you put a product or a service out there, okay? So some of the things you wanna consider when you're looking at your strengths are, I'm gonna list a few things, but it's not limited to these things, of course. The first one is, what are you good at? So write down on your note page, you need to make a list, maybe put a timer on for two minutes, block everything out, and actually write down, what are you good at? And please note, it can actually be beyond what you went to school for. So even though I went to school for psychology, I'm very good with organization. I'm very good with party planning, event planning, which is why I am what's called the game lady. You know, anytime somebody has a baby shower, a bridal shower, just a party, they actually call me because they want me to host the games. Okay. So what are you good at? Also, you want to be able to identify what are you known for? When someone hears your name, when they see your pictures, when they hear your business name, if you have a business already, what comes to mind? So anytime someone, you know, hears my name, they'll either say a few things nowadays because of social media and what I choose to post. They may say something like, oh, that's a lady who posts her workout videos and she dances, but she's also a therapist. Or that's a psychologist lady. Or maybe they'll reference where they saw me or who they saw me with or what I do or that's the lady who has the the dope therapist stuff for private practice that's the lady who does those uh workshops she does hella master classes you know on webinars throughout the year so depending on who you're talking to they'll decide what you're known for okay but you want to take a a quick scan in your memory and ask yourself what have people known you for okay that's still under strengths Another thing you want to identify if you're a therapist is what type of therapy do you do well? Okay. So for me, I do individual and I'm going to call it conjoint slash couples because it's two people, but I do those two forms of therapy the best. I know that those are my two areas of strengths. Okay. Also, what type of certifications do you have? if any, you know, now certifications, of course, can be your diploma, it can be your degree, but it can also be maybe you took that extra mile, maybe you like myself, I joined coaching programs to get 500 hours in branding and marketing every single year. I took a 60 day course to learn how to create a system for profitable online courses. I've taken a a lot of courses beyond the required courses for my continuing educational courses that I'm required to take to stay licensed every two years, right? So what are some certifications? Also, what are some trainings that you've been to really in the last two to five years? If you do not have a section on your resume or on your CV that says, this is what I put it as, workshops facilitated and then workshops completed. I think that a lot of times we forget to identify that we're a trainer, we're a speaker, even before we may call ourselves that. And you've given out so much free freaking information that you don't even understand what your value is because you've just been giving away information, right? Or it may have been required of you at your job where they say it's in that other part of your job description. Some of you, you know, that sounds very familiar. You're like, you know, where is this at 
on a job that I got hired on. And they say, you know, what's in that other duties? And they give you like 50,000 things in those other duties, right? So let me just recap. Strengths includes what you're good at, what you're known for. If you're a therapist, what type of therapy are you best at? Or like, I'm going to say also, what type of therapy gives your clients the best transformation? Okay. Also, what type of certifications and trainings have you participated in? Okay, so I'm gonna give you an example. What I was known for, I didn't know it, but apparently I had this uh, phrase going around. Now I know why, but I just didn't know that it was happening. So I received a referral for a kid that was having some behavioral problems. And I asked his mom how she found me. And she said, oh, my kid went to see another therapist. He wasn't feeling that therapist. He saw the person once. And the person saw that it was clearly not going to work out. So instead of making that kid go to therapy, you know, like as punishment, we asked them for other referrals versus going through the insurance. So the therapist, I don't know who this therapist was, but they're in my office, my old office. It had like 80 offices on one floor. It was like a virtual office uh, center. And so they walked the person over to my office. So apparently they knew who I was, but I didn't know who this therapist was. So they said, oh, maybe he can see the difficult teen lady. And I said, the difficult teen lady, is that what he said? And the mom was like, yeah, that's how he described you. And I said, oh, well, maybe this is why. It was because I was working at the juvenile correctional facilities and I started to receive a lot of referrals in the community for honestly adolescents that nobody else wanted to work with or deal with, unfortunately. You know, so also that led to me doing workshops. So I'm kind of weaving in streams of income, if you notice. Because I was referred a kid from another therapist that I wasn't a good match and I was doing therapy, I started getting multiple referrals for the same type of kids. But then I started to pay attention to my caseload. My caseload had a underlining commonality, which was a lot of them were getting prepared to go to college, potentially move out of their parents' home, and none of them were prepared to become an adult. Now, luckily for them, this is something that I was teaching my clients in the jail system because they were exiting out as adults now. A lot of my kids in Northern California, when I used to go to school up there, I was working at a high school and I saw that those kids were scared crapless when they were about to graduate. They didn't know how to cook. They didn't understand how to pay their bills. They didn't understand why taxes were taken out of their checks. No one actually sat them down to explain this. So then what ended up happening, one of my very first streams of income beyond the therapy services was to also invite my current clients plus any other kids that they knew, plus people at my church, into workshops every quarter at my office in the conference room to teach them how to enter into adulthood appropriately. That was one of my very first dreams of income. And it actually came organically with me just simply paying attention to what the needs were of my clients, if that makes sense. Okay. Also, I noticed that with my clients, this is another stream of income that came up on accident. So just pay attention. The universe will send you things and you need to be able to pay attention. So I started having interns and a couple of the girls that I was seeing plus teenage girls and my interns were seeing a couple of other teenage girls. Once we start getting it together once a week and doing um, supervision and once a month doing case console with the licensed and unlicensed therapist, I started to recognize that a lot of these kids had social anxiety very awkward. And so what I started to do is, you know, jot down these commonalities. And I recognize that these kids need a social skills group, right? So what ended up happening is I developed um, social skills groups, anger management groups. And then for my couples, I also created a system for them as well. 
So I saw the commonality with these teenage girls with seeing my interns and seeing licensed staff. And what I recognized was that there was a serious need for social engagement because they lacked social skills. So again, on accident, but luckily we were paying attention, is that we started to craft out ideas of how can we get these kids together to have a weekend group workshop to teach them social skills, anger management, and that again became another stream of income. Their individual therapy with me or the interns or the other licensed therapists did not stop. We just added on an additional bonus service where the parents were super excited because some of these kids were only children. Some of them were the oldest or the youngest, so they didn't really have anybody to turn to and to talk to. And the parents were just really elated that we were going to sit down see what their social anxieties were and teach them how to communicate with one another while also learning healthy coping skills to deal with anger outbursts as teenage young women. Okay. Another thing that I did as far as strength is remember I said that I liked to work with couples conjoint therapy. So what I did as another stream of income is I saw a need for structure for my couples clients to go through, for example, premarital services and communicate on a mature level. So what ended up happening is that birthed my first book after I did, I'm gonna call it beta testing with some of my clients with giving them the activities within the session, them giving me feedback, which I did not prompt, which was even better. And then I realized that I had created a whole six week coaching program for premarital clients that were trying to jump the broom. And the reason why I start calling it coaching was because premarital counseling is not covered by anyone's insurance, okay? So, and if I even think about what I was teaching them, it really wasn't therapy, it was motivation to move forward and actually looking at their vision of what they have for their marriage, you know, over the next decades, right? And to be happily ever after. So also those books turned into workshops. So I really hope that y'all taking down these nuggets. Let me know in the comment box if you taking down these nuggets. So let me just recap from working with clients, seeing a commonality with what their needs were, I started to create multiple streams of income like groups, books, workbooks, workshops, and then I started to be invited on certain platforms to speak. Okay. All right. So in summary, what we talked about in part one of turning one stream of income into multiple streams of income is we talked about identifying your strengths. And then I gave you some examples of how I was able to honestly leverage my individual therapy practice into multiple streams of income, such as offering groups, doing workshops, writing a book, getting invited onto various platforms as a speaker, all from being able to pay attention to what I am good at, okay? So now let's go into number two. You want to know the difference between active and passive income. So if we just break down the definition, active income is something that you are, think about it just like actively doing. So for example, if I was earning revenue on this platform that I'm speaking on right now, every single time or every minute that I spoke, then this would be considered active revenue or active income because I actually need to perform a act or a behavior to get the reimbursement. However, if I use the same example and I'm talking about passive income, now that I have the video, now I can upload it to a website or to a platform and I can get paid for it while I sleep because I've recorded it once and then I turned it in to a passive stream of income. Okay. So 
Um, if we use the same examples of the difficult teen from the number one strength, okay? When I think about difficult teens, I actually had to be there to conduct the individual therapy. I had to be there to host the weekend workshops every quarter with the kids to teach them how to, you know, successfully transition into adulthood. Also for the couples, I could not hand that off if someone wanted to do the workbook that I created with me. I cannot send in another therapist if I say that I'm the one that's going to do the therapy, right? Um, However, if I want to turn these two things into passive income, I'm going to give you an example of how to do that fairly easy. It comes with a system, but when I say easy, I think that sometimes we get so stuck on what type of idea we should have. Therefore, we never take action and actually implement our ideas. Okay. So passive income is really about leveraging your time, making money while you sleep, such as digital products, hiring other people. So for example, for my couple's uh, book, I have, but I could actually, again, upload it into an online portal, Ask couples, you know, maybe you don't have time to come to -to face-to-face counseling, um, whether it be online or in an office. So do you want this service via an online course? It's self-paced. And then you can go, you know, and take it at your own pace. And a lot of people would love that, right? Also, I can create digital products. I can create things that are downloadable for these clients to complete, such as for difficult teens, I can create a checklist of the things that they're going to need to learn to be able to find their own apartment, to move into their first apartment um, and things like that. What are some things that you need as a checklist to get hired to a new job, right? What questions do you need to ask? Also, I can cater to the parents. So I can make checklists, online courses, or digital products for parents. How to support a parent who's going to become an empty nester. How to support a parent when maybe they are very overprotective and they don't want to allow their child to go out of state to college when they know that that's the best thing for their child at this time. Okay. For couples, again, I can sell them the physical book. I can create an online course. I can create workshops for the couples that are recorded and now they're within the passive income realm. So let me just recap what I talked about with number two. The difference between active and passive income is active income is you're actively doing it. And then passive income is you're making money in your sleep. So I gave you the example of working with difficult teens. I can create digital downloads and products for the parents and the kids becoming empty nesters, moving on to college. What do you need to store up stuff in your own dorm? And then also for the couples, if they do not want to come or don't have time to come or don't have the finances to come to -to face-to-face services, what alternative do I have for them so that they can still learn the information, but maybe at their own pace and maybe it's at a lower price point because they're doing it on their own. Okay. So Number three is super, super important. Okay. So number three is you want to be able to leverage your gift. You want to leverage your gift. What? That's why we did number one first. What are you good at? What are you known for? What do you love to do for people or with other people? Because that is your gift. So just remember that you can't do everything and you cannot serve everyone. I always tell my coaching clients, if you sit here and tell me for the rest of your life, you're going to serve every single client in the whole white world and you don't have a special niche population, if you continue to serve everyone, you actually will end up serving no one. It's a lot of generalists out there. So the question that I ask you, let's just say I'm a woman, right? And let's just say I'm having stomach problems, right? So if I know that I'm having stomach problems related to womanly areas 
am I going to go to the dermatologist or am I going to go to the OBGYN? Clearly, I would go to the OBGYN. I'm not going to also go to my primary care physician because all they're going to do is make a freaking referral to the OBGYN. Why? Because they're a specialist within the women's body parts, right? So if you know what type of specialty you're good at or what you've been told that you're good at, I would say start with that, okay? So for example, as therapists, we went to school for therapy. So I would say start there. Now, if you went to school to become a therapist or a mental health professional and you don't like what you do, then yeah, you need to switch over careers, okay? But for the bulk of us, we love what we do. We love the impact that we make in the world. So start with that. Let that be your level of expertise right now, but then we want to narrow it down. And I want to ask you, who do you get excited to work with? So a lot of my clients get really, really stuck on this area. I'm not even going to lie. I'm just going to sneak this in here. This is not in my notes. But a lot of my clients, they always ask, how do I decide who my niche audience is going to be? And my answer always is, who do you get excited to see? Who do you not like to end the session with? And you like, dang, the session over already? Or maybe you're getting dressed for work and you're like, whoa, I can't wait to see so-and-so. Like, you know, it's a genuine, healthy rapport with a therapy client, but you're so excited about helping them make a serious change in their life to make a big impact in their life, that's your ideal client. When you get excited about the work that you do, okay? So if you're not excited about something, that's not your passion and that's not your niche, right? So also, what is simple to you may be complex to others. So the reason I wanna just sit with this for a second is that sometimes we believe as people who wanna have multiple streams of income, you may believe that you have nothing to sell. Now, let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time where whatever career you have right now, or let's just say as a psychologist, you know, someone comes up to you and they say, you know, I know you used to work with kids in the jail. My kid is having a problem. And they just start telling you the problem. And then for whatever reason, like when you're done with the conversation, you would probably look at yourself in the mirror like, damn, that came out of my mouth. I'm hella dope. Like you, you are amazed at what you know. You know more than you think it's stored in your long-term memory. So that's how I know everybody is capable of opening up some type of business. You're good at something. You may be good at working at cars, working on cars. You may be good at picking out cars. You may be good at organizing people's closets. You may be good at selecting colors for branding for businesses, for baby showers or weddings. Whatever it is, hone in on that skill Go take a class, get coaching, get mentorship and make it better so that you can start to position yourself as the expert. Okay. so when I say what's simple to you is complex to others, I may tell someone, oh, it's simple to have mature conversations before you get married. No, it's not. If you've even been in any type of healthy relationship, certain types of topics are hella difficult right? Especially money. I mean, that's the number one uh, heartbreaker right there that breaks up marriages, right? And so I realized that I need to break this down into manageable steps. So what did I do? I wrote a 12 section book and we cover up to two sections every session, which means that when we meet with the couple or when I meet with the couples, they see me for a minimum of six weeks. And the only time that we extend the six weeks is if I recognize either in the intake or during the services that they have more baggage than they told me in the beginning, right? Like they said, oh, you know, I ain't got no problem in that area. And then all of a sudden on the fifth session, because, oh, they trust me now. 
Now they start opening up the other Pandora's box. And I'm like, where the hell did this bottom of the iceberg come from? Right. And so that's why I decided to create a structure, which was my stream of income of my book added to my other stream of income, which was couples coaching. That was in addition to individual therapy practice. If you follow, I built up two streams of income under one thing. Right. But what I did is I broke it down to make it simple. So simple that the book is about this small. Each section is literally one page. Each page with questions has journal pages next to it. And it's very simple. What is your answer to this question? Now we're going to share what we get in our couple session, period. And I will tell you all the men, no shade to men. I'm not saying they don't like to read, but the men that I had in my practice, they were like, man, I'm happy this one no like big, big book because I wouldn't have did it. I wouldn't have came back. But you made, they said you made it so simple that it was like, why wouldn't I do this work? Because, you know, honestly, the quicker I get through it, and it's pretty easy to get through, other than, you know, of course, having to talk to your partner about your responses, they loved the book, right? So some examples of how you can start to leverage your gift today. Okay, and make sure to leave a comment in the box if you are learning something today, okay? So how do you leverage your gift? First thing, if you are a therapist, of course, if you love to teach psychology, then do just that. You don't necessarily have to be employed by a university. You can do what I'm doing right now. I come on Instagram and I teach about particular things. I do stories about what I'm teaching my college students when we're talking about the brain chemistry, neurotransmitters, memory, and things like that. I do a behind the scenes every time I teach, right? Or I can put things like on my podcast or on YouTube to teach about certain areas of psychology. I went to school for it for 5,000 years. Why wouldn't I be the expert in this area? Another thing is because I'm a professor... That automatically puts me in another level of like, I'm going to say an authority where people automatically with the doctor degree say she must know what she's talking about. The fact that she's been hired at three different institutions and I've been able to consistently work with each institution over seven plus years for over 16 years collectively. That already speaks volumes to the fact that I know my stuff. Plus, we get evaluated every semester from the students and then we are given their anonymous feedback to let us know how we're doing. And every semester, not to toot toot my own horn, but I get a four out of five or a five every single time. That is an A to a B. That is fantabulous, right? So another thing that you can do is you can collaborate with other agencies. So this is one of the things that I do, and this is one of the biggest pieces that I believe that most business owners are missing. You want to do everything by yourself and you never want to collaborate. In a world that is right now mostly online, you should be looking forward to collaborating at some point in your business venture. Collaboration can be like I have a podcast. It can be interviewing someone I know about a specific you know, expertise that will give more value to the people that listen to my podcast, right? Also, I collaborate currently with a nonprofit. They're called PV Jobs. They cater to the reentry population, men and women who come from being incarcerated to help them get jobs. But the reason why they hired me as a contractor through a partnership is that they also have a grant that speaks to trauma-informed care because you know, certain people in certain, I'm going to say marginalized populations, very similar to how I grew up, plus going to jail, then coming home and now coming home to this, the era that we live in. Talk about like double, triple trauma. Talk about institutionalization on another level. You leave one box to go move to another one. Like this is whack, right? And so they need some type of workshops and trainings and potentially linked to mental health services to help them navigate through life 
right? So because I worked in juvenile facilities and part-time sometimes at adult facilities, because I've been doing the work for over 16 years and because I am really big on teaching, teaching, right? Then they said, oh, you're perfect for it. And guess what? That one opportunity a couple of years ago turned into also additional opportunities, which led to other streams of income because then they started to receive feedback from the people that I was presenting in front of. And they realized that I'm giving superb value, like overvalue than they thought. So collaborate with other people. Another thing you can do to bring in more streams of income, of course, as therapists is private practice. So if you're interested in building at least a five-year blueprint, automating your systems, reaching your ideal clients, identifying your niche, your expertise, and then getting your time back by delegating things in your practice, I would highly encourage you to get on the wait list for the Dope Therapist Academy. We'll be launching another cohort in early spring of 2021, okay? So make sure that you go to my website. The notes are in the show notes at drtk.com forward slash DTA, Dope Therapist Academy, and get yourself on that wait list so you can be the first one notified when we open up enrollment, okay? And then also podcast interviews. Showcase your services and your product. Ask to be on other people's platform, potentially for free, meaning you speak for free, but then you ask permission to tell people how they can find you, what you have to offer. You pitch your product or you get them on your email list. So then maybe if they're interested in something you have later, then they come back to your website or to your online store. Okay. So don't be afraid to speak on platforms for free. Leverage what you have because you never know who's listening And I just want to recap. So what we talked about was how to turn one gift into multiple streams of income. So in a summary, I've talked about understanding your strengths. My strength is a psychologist and being a professor, and I've been able to turn that into various streams of income. I've also talked about the difference between active and passive income. And the fact of the matter is you should actually, your goal should be to have both. Because if you love doing the work, you also want to make money while you're asleep because we all have 24 hours in a day, right? And then the third thing that I talked about is leveraging your gift. You don't know everything, so go out and learn more. You also cannot serve everybody, so niche down. So I really hope that you've enjoyed it. I do want to do some announcements. I do want to tell you what CE, Continuing Educational Courses, are coming up. So if you go to my website, um, it's going to be actually on Instagram. It's in the link of my bio, but on YouTube, it's in the show notes. If you go to dopetherapistcircle.com and get on the list and get your free business checklist that I'll give you for free, then you'll also get access to my therapist biz school where it always gives you the most updated masterclass that I have coming up. So the next one is going to be on November 10th at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am going to be talking about how you can brand your business while also enhancing your clinical skills similar to what we talked about today, but more in detail. You do not have to be licensed to attend. It's not too early to brand yourself if you're already in graduate school, okay? So also, if you want to become part of my community, then again, go to the Dope Therapist Circle. By getting on the list, you will automatically be placed in our community. You'll get access to our Facebook group. And the reason why I started to build the Facebook group more recently, even though right now it's very little activity, is my plan is now that the Dope Therapist Academy is, meaning the registration is closed, but we've already started the cohort with their coaching sessions. Now I can have more time to create more content, like do more videos. I can have more time to also do additional podcasts beyond videos. I also have more time to do mini workshops like this one. 
And I also have more time to dive into question and answer that some therapists may have so that they can decide if they also want to work with me in the future in any type of programs or master classes that I have. So I really hope that you enjoyed this information. Make sure that if you're watching on YouTube that you subscribe, comment, and like this video. Share it with other therapists. If you are watching on Instagram, we'll make sure to alert you when the video is up live on YouTube so that you can watch it, share it with your community. But my main mission is to make a very big impact in the mental health profession to show therapists that just because we do not learn branding and marketing in school doesn't mean that it's not someone out there like myself that can teach it to you. So um, does anyone have any questions if you are watching live? I just see that, you know, everybody's happy to see that in the mental health field, we're providing guidance or I'm providing guidance. And also I always make this joke, but it's like real deal is, you know, why go out there and reinvent the wheel, such as making a lot of mistakes, a lot of money mistakes, a lot of time consuming mistakes on your own when I've done them for you. Right. So if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. You can just go on Amazon Music, Spotify or iTunes and just type out Dr. TK and you'll see like at this point today, 88 podcasts have been released. I am actually so excited to announce that I will reach 100 podcast episodes by December. So it will actually put me over 100 before the new year. And that was my goal that I said before this COVID land era, because I really wanted to produce as much valuable content as possible to individuals that are in the mental health profession, because I know that there is not anyone that at least has taken the approach that I take in terms of helping you brand and market your mental health business. So thank you so much for the congratulations on Instagram. I could not have done this without you. I could not have done it with all the podcast listeners, all the YouTube subscribers. It, it makes me full of joy because every time I produce a new podcast or a video or just get on Instagram and show my true, genuine, authentic self, I've recognized over the last couple of years that the more and more people get to know me, they trust me more. They know, like, trust me, which is part of the podcast series right now, if you're um, listening to it. And it actually opens people up to ask more questions, decide if I'm a good match for them, if they are looking for a branding or marketing business coach for mental health or private practice. And it also shows me that you're interested in what I have to offer. So if you want to hear about other topics, please let me know in the comment box, DM me on Instagram, leave it in the comment box on YouTube so that I can create more mini workshops because I love to teach. So until the next mini workshop, I will see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 